greatest symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. in this uh, appropriate acoustic environment to rehearse the Russian national anthem with my favorite Soviet Union tag team partners, Nikolai Volkov and Boris Yukov. You ready, guys? Hit it, Kowalski! Okay, I don't plan to hit it that hard, but I'll do my best. I get no kick from Ukraine. Hey, that's not the Russian national anthem! I know that. It's just a little joke to warm up the crowd. Give us a break here. Okay, here we go. Hey! I know it's not the Russian national anthem. What is it? You play the Polish national anthem. <laughs> well, send your postcards directly to him. Anyway, we're still warming up. Here we go now. A one and a two and. Perestroika and Glasnost, I dig them the utmost. And how is your sister tonight? Hey, we're getting hot for you warming up. Let's go. Enough with the job. hey. No more stalling. Okay, let's do one from the heart, folks. Let's do one for the homeland. Let's hear it from Mother Russia. Here we go. I'm going to get out of here. You can get killed around here. to the Hogan Era Podcast. I am your host, J.P. John Paz. This is, of course, a part of the two-man power trip of wrestling's podcasting empire right here on the TMPT feed. Each and every week here on the Hogan Era Podcast, talking about the greatest moments, matches, and feuds of all time. And that is, of course, in the Hogan Era, within the Hogan Era, 1984 to 1993. When you look at it, it is the era that made Vince McMahon a very... Very 
happy retired billionaire sitting on a, a mountain, uh, excuse me, a mountain of money, and obviously all thanks to the immortal Hulk Hogan. I know years ago, obviously WrestleMania 19 was kind of predicated on it, but it was like, wow, who made who? Did Hogan make Vince, or did Vince make Hogan? And to be honest. I got to go with Hogan making Vince here because I don't think Vince would have been as big of a uh, as, as of a giant, if you will, without the Hulkster. You need that guy on the top of the mountain that makes everybody else fall into line. Yes, they had all the other legends, but Hogan is the one that puts everybody in their place, everybody in the right spot, and then the ideal position to be making all of that money. And obviously, Hulk put it at Vince in a pretty nice, precarious uh, position and making a, a ton of money for his career if you look at it but that's a different story for a different day here on the hogan era podcast we're talking about roddy piper and feuds with guys like macho man randy savage king Kong bundy big john stud andre the giant today we're going to go a little bit different going to go in a little different direction because a guy that hogan really only wrestled once and it was a part of the superstars, which we've talked about before in the show. Very rarely did the Hulkster ever wrestle on superstars. I mean, you got quite a treat in 1988 for this one. Really, Dino Bravo, Bob Orton, and the guy that's the subject of today's episode, Boris Zukov. Those are the only really guys that he wrestled on superstars and and and, and had these you know TV matches with. So it's pretty remarkable and amazing to look at it. Like, why Boris Zukov? I don't know, but it, it is one of the things that happened and. You know, pretty cool uh, for Boris, a little uh, notch on, on the belt there for him to be able to have a TV match with Hogan in 88. I know Macho Man is, is the world champion at this point in time, but obviously the mega powers are running wild, and Hogan is still the number one guy with Macho Man being that 1A. When you look at it with Boris Zukov, obviously he, he was Boris Zukov before the WWF, and he did that in the AWA. And even before that, well, obviously it's not Hogan, but we'll just talk about it briefly. He was private Jim Nelson. He was in Jim Crockett promotions. He uh, spent some time in world class. He spent some time in Mid-South. He was in Southeastern Championship for wrestling for a while. And then, like I said, he was in AWA for a few years and really kind of had a, a feud with Sergeant Slaughter there. And he would challenge Rick Martell for the uh, AWA World Championship. And that was kind of, you know, what he was doing over in the AWA, winning the Tag Team Championship in AWA with Sultan Ustinov, a.k.a. Jim Lanning, um, feuding with the Midnight Rockers a little bit. But then, obviously, he would head over to the WWF during the Hogan era. He would be there basically from 1987 to 1991. And that's kind of where we'll kick it off and where we'll start talking about Boris Zukov. Obviously, when you talk about Boris Zukov, you have to talk about his tag team partner, Nikolai Volkov, and the Vol, excuse me, the Bolsheviks. And they were a team for quite a long time and had a pretty good run. Nothing as far as stands out as far as big victories or anything like that. But they did have a decent run in the WWF. And they were kind of the important team where they're going to get booed no matter what. The, the Cold War was going on. You hated Russia if you were American. And obviously it was easy heel heat. So Boris Zukov and Nikolai Volkov were absolutely hated. The Bolsheviks were hated. You throw Slick in the mix and have him as a manager at a point in time. And you're going to get a, a maximum amount of heat. They're not going to be winning tag titles or anything like that, but still, they had a massive amount of heat, and they they did do eight guys over, as well as getting themselves over. So his first match in the WWF was 10-5 in 1987. Boris Zukov defeated Scott Casey at a house show in Lincoln, Nebraska. From then, his first tag match with Nikolai Volkov was on 10-6, 1987, a part of primetime wrestling, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 
The Bolsheviks, Dukov and Volkov, defeated Lance Allen and Sonny Rogers in about five minutes. Then there was a wrestling challenge taping the next day where the Bolsheviks would defeat a pretty good team of Lanny Poffo and S.G. Jones in about three minutes as Boris Dukov would enter into his WBF run in 87. When you start off, they start them off pretty hot. Not too many losses. He's defeating Hillbilly Jim on the Prism Network in Philly, PA. He is defeating um, Scott Casey. He's defeating Lanny Poffo. He's defeating C.V. Afi. He's having a few losses mixed in, though. I mean, he's beating S.D. Jones and stuff, but he's uh, losing to Billy Jack Haynes on a house show. He's losing to Campatera on a house show. Then the Bolsheviks started a little bit of a mini feud with the Bulldogs, the British Bulldogs, they end up losing a bunch of matches to the Bulldogs. They enter in a little bit of a few of the Young Stallions. They get, who is, of course, Jim Powers and Paul Roma. The Bolsheviks get a bunch of wins over them. We'll go to 11-7-87. The Bolsheviks defeated the Young Stallions in 13 minutes on the Prism Network, Philly Spectrum, Philly PA, which is available in tape. So we mentioned this uh, a lot on the show. Anything MSG Network, anything Prism, anything Nesson, anything Z, anything Z Channel. These are your local TV affiliates. These are your, you know, your your sports channels, if you will. They will be available. Should be on YouTube. I know they all should be on the WB Network, aka Peacock, and they're not. And it really frustrates me. And I talk to a buddy about them of mine all the time. He's like, "Oh, is that available? Is that available?" No, you got to get it on YouTube. And so it's just like, ah, like that sucks because the quality sometimes not that great. If it's on Peacock, you know you're getting good quality. And I feel like they should put all of that stuff on there. It's just a, a shame that they don't. So let's go to 11-11-1987. The Bolsheviks defeated the Rougeau brothers, Jacques and Raymond, in about eight minutes, 30 seconds. I was a part of a dark match in Seattle, Washington, a part of the Saturday night's main event number 13 taping. That, of course, was main evented by Randy Savage defeating Bret Hart in a great match. And the big headliner, King Kong Bundy, defeating Hulk Hogan via countout in 14 minutes, all leading up to, obviously, uh, a continuing, if you will, the feud between Hogan and Andre there. So as we continue on with Boris Zukov here, the Bolsheviks would go on to beat Shock and Raymond a bunch of times. They would go on and they'll beat the Young Stallions some more. They would actually lose at the MSG Network 11 24 87 to the Killer Bees, B, Brian Blair, and Jumpin' Jim Brunzel, Madison Square Garden, a part of the MSG Network. Then we go to 11-26-1987 Survivor Series. Strike Force, the Bulldogs, the Killer Bees, the Rougeos, and the Young Stallions defeated Demolition, the Bolsheviks, the Dream Team, the Heart Foundation, and the Islanders. Match went 37 minutes. Long match there at Survivor Series 87. The first one, Richfield Coliseum in Richfield, Ohio. So big, big main, not main event, but big uh, pay-per-view match there for the Bolsheviks. Prison Network, the Bulldogs ended up beating the Bolsheviks in 13 minutes. That was on 12-5-87. Then we have a big Saturday night's main event, 12-7-87. Saturday night's main event, number 14 from Landover, Maryland. It'll be a WWF Tag Team Championship match. Strike Force, Rick Martel and Tito Santana defeated the Bolsheviks two falls to none in eight minutes, and they go on to win that one. So not a great show in there for the Bolsheviks, but a br pretty big high-profile match there on a Saturday night main event. Of course, it didn't air until January 2nd, 1988, and it was a pretty damn a big show because Macho Man is defeating Honky Tonk Man, Rick Rude over JYD, King Harley Race over Duggan, 
Ultimate Warriors involved, but really the the main event of that show and of that evening was Hulk Hogan defeated King Kong Bundy to defend his world championship match, uh, world championship in about twelve minutes. So big show to be a part of. I know he had, they end up getting the loss there. Boris takes the loss, but pretty big show. Here's an interesting match: one five nineteen eighty eight primetime wrestling from Huntsville, Alabama. George the Animal Steel, Junkyard Dog, and the Killer Bees defeated the Los Conquistadors and the Bolsheviks in ten minutes. So just I love those just random weird matches but crazy he was of course also a part of royal rumble 1988 it's part of the royal rumble match itself in hamilton ontario canada jim duggan of course won that one and as we kind of go along and we roll along in 1988 and we're going through it for 2188 what we're all here for what we all want to talk about hulk hogan defeated boris Sukov in only two minutes new haven connecticut superstars number 87 but uh, interesting to note there that Hogan had a, a match, a part of Superstars during his, you know, during his prime. Uh, obviously, you know the Hogan era is all his prime, but against Boris Sukov. So interesting kind of pairing there, and interesting to put Boris in that match, and just pretty cool just to kind of throw that out there because so many people would say that match happened, that match occurred. Like you know, it's almost like a little bit of a, of a mystery question or or a surprise question. Like who did Hulk in 1988? have his only superstars match against he's obviously Boris Zukov would be the answer a lot of people wouldn't guess that a lot of randomness weirdness there but uh pretty cool just to, to have that for Boris and you know a little notch on the belt there so as we roll along into 1988 the powers of pain enter the mix and the powers of pain are beaten the Bolsheviks Bulldogs again are beating the Bolsheviks and we're kind of rolling along and they're not always taking pins they're not always taking losses there's a bunch of house shows from landover maryland and hershey pa where the bolsheviks actually get the win over davy boy smith and dynamite kid so they actually have some wins over the bulldogs which is pretty damn crazy huge show 731 1988 milwaukee wisconsin at the milwaukee county stadium over twenty five thousand people in attendance for this one wrestlefest 88 the barbarian and the warlord the powers of pain defeated the bolsheviks in seven minutes so another big time match there for the bolsheviks so you know maybe they're not always getting wins and and it's not always going to be uh, peaches but they're having some big time matches they actually have a rematch with powers of pain on 829 1988 which is of course SummerSlam 88 where the mega powers meet the mega bucks massive square guard new york city powers of pain defeated bolsheviks in five minutes and 30 seconds there as we kind of roll along, he was also in King of the Ring, 1988, losing in round one to Iron Mike Sharp, Providence, Rhode Island. That was on 10-16-88. Interesting there, part of the King of the Ring. I know he gets knocked in the first round, but that's interesting. He has a Saturday night's main event dark match, Saturday night's main event number 17, against the Blue Blazer, takes the loss there. They eventually end up getting some tag team title matches against Demolition, and they'll take a bunch of losses there. He'll have some one-on-one -on -one matches against Barbarian. He'll take the loss. There's an interesting match on Superstar Staping number 116 from Sam Fran. Akeem and the Bolsheviks defeated the Young Stallions and Sam Houston. There's a flag match on 11-16-1988, a part of Saturday Night's Main Event number 18 in Sacramento, California at the Arco Arena. Jim Duggan defeated Boris Zukov in about three minutes. Very short match there. But that was a big flag match and obviously USA versus Russia with Duggan getting the win there. Then one of my favorite matches, a part of one of my favorite shows of all time, Survivor Series 1988, Richfield Coliseum in Richfield, Ohio, which was held on 11 24-88, 
the 10-team Elimination Survivor Series match. The Bulldogs, the Heart Foundation, Powers of Pain, the Rockers, and the Young Stallions defeated Demolition, the Bolsheviks, the Brain Busters, the Conquistors, and the Fabulous Rouge Brothers. Match goes over 42 minutes long. It is great. It's the famed double turn where the Powers of Pain turn heel and the Demolition turn a baby face and powers of pain obviously get the win in that one great double turn great match there long but great so as we're kind of rolling through ronnie garvin and hercules are getting some wins over boris zukov but he's beating lanny poff on a bunch of house shows enter the bushwhackers who get a bunch of wins over the bolsheviks there he continues on and has a brief little feud with ronnie garvin and Jake the Snake Roberts and Hillbilly Jim and Paul Roma is taking a bunch of losses there. So as we start to roll into 1988, almost goes into, you know, after getting all these wins and, and, and stuff, I know it's kind of a 50-50 thing, but he's starting now. He's taking loss after loss after loss here. We'll go to Superstars in 136 in 4489. The Rockers defeated Borisukov and George South. Of all people, what an interesting team that is. Paul Roma beats him in a bunch of house shows. Wrestling Challenge, the Rockers defeated Boris Zukov and Tom Stone. Then um, a part of Saturday Night's Main Event, number 21 at Des Moines, Iowa. Jimmy Superfly Snooker defeated Boris Zukov in a little bit over a minute. So really kind of the uh, the jobber role, the enhancement role, but he's still, he's hanging out. He's, he's sticking it out. Superstars number 142, Bret Hart defeated Boris Zukov in about uh, two minutes there. The Hart Foundation on Wrestling Challenge 149 defeated Boris Zukov and Jake Milliman. Yes, in three minutes, the uh, legendary milkman there and the legendary man from the AWA. But he'll lose to Barry Horowitz. He'll lose to the Red Rooster. He'll get a victory over Tim Horner, and then Tim Horner will beat him on, on the next night at a house show. One was in Orlando. One was in Wheeling, West Virginia. Then a bunch of losses to Tito. Hillbilly and Hercules all on TV, uh, Wrestling Challenge, Primetime Wrestling, and Superstars. Then Tim Horner gets a bunch of wins over Boris Zukov. The big big man Steel, a.k.a. Typhoon, is getting a victory over Boris Zukov. That was a dark match, a little bit of a, a tryout match there for the man that we know as Typhoon. The Rockers defeated Borisukov and Sandy Beach. Wow, Borisukov, what a random he's teaming up with Milliman and Sandy Beach. What random tag team party he's having here. He's teaming up with Milliman again. He's losing to Demolition on Superstars. He's getting a lot of TV time, though, a lot of TV matches. As he'll lose a wrestling challenge to Ronnie Garvin in a minute. He'll lose on wrestling challenge on 829.89 to Dusty Rhodes in three minutes. He'll lose on Superstars to Jimmy Snuka. He'll lose on primetime wrestling to uh, Bruce the Barber Beefcake in seven minutes. He gets another uh, tag team partner this time, Dusty, a.k.a. Dale Wolf, Wrestling Challenge 164 as the Bushwhackers defeated them there. Another TV match on Superstars. He'll lose to Hercules. So, you know, he's getting a lot of losses, and, and he's not really, you know, getting too many victories here as he's becoming a bit of an enhancement guy, but he's getting a ton of TV time and a ton of matches. He actually ends up in, in the end of 89, um, on a bit of a winning streak, he beating Hillbilly Jim, Al Perez a bunch of times. The Bolsheviks are winning a bunch of wrestling challenge and superstar matches. Boris Zukov actually got a win over Tito Santana at a house show. So he's turning around a little bit until he meets the Bushwhackers again and the Bolsheviks start teaming up again. And the Bushwhackers basically beat them about 10 or 11 times in a row from house shows. And basically, that's kind of the run there as we head into 1990. And um, they're not, you know, they're not really 
getting too much of a shine here, losing to the Rockers, losing to the Bushwhackers. It was an interesting run there. But again, you're making money. You're on TV. I mean, what can you, what can you really kind of complain about it? Quite quite a decent run there for uh, Boris Zukov. And as we head into WrestleMania 6, 1990, the Hart Foundation, Brett and the Anvil defeated the Bolsheviks in 19 seconds at WrestleMania 6, the ultimate challenge from the Sky Zone in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Obviously, that match was cut for some time constraints. It is what it is, but hey, at least you're on the card. Hey, at least you get that uh, that little singing routine with Steve Allen and playing the, the piano in the back. So they got a little bit more airtime than you would think. Then a Superstars taping on 4-4, 1990, Demolition defends the tag titles and defeated the Bolsheviks. Then in the following Superstars taping, and about three weeks later, the Rockers would defeat the Bolsheviks in two minutes and 45 seconds. Then Nikolai Volkov turns babyface. And, of course, what do you do with the Bolsheviks once Volkov turns babyface? You feud him. Wrestling Challenge 197, 5-14-99, Nikolai Volkov defeated Stukov by DQ from Madison, Wisconsin. Bunch of losses to Coco Beware, but then he gets a win over Ronnie Garvin on Primetime Wrestling. He gets a win over Brady Boone on Superstars. He continues on his feud with Nikolai Volkov. He's losing a bunch of matches. I mean, we're talking about uh, 10, 20 matches in a row there, including a flag match on 8-5-1990 in the Rosemont Horizon, Rosemont, Chicago, a.k.a. Uh, Rosemont, Illinois, excuse me, a.k.a. Chicago, Illinois. Then Volkov would defeat Boris Zukov on primetime wrestling, the Summer Fever Edition, 8 15 1990, from Utica, New York. That match only went about two minutes, 30 seconds, but Volkov really dominating his feud with Boris Zukov. One of his uh, last TV matches was on 10 10 1990. Dusty Rhodes defeated Boris Zukov in six minutes in Sy- uh, Syracuse, New York. Then we're kind of rolling along. He takes a loss to Shane Douglas on uh, Superstars. He'll lose on Wrestling Challenge to Tugboat and Jake the Snake and Roberts. Same day taping, two different tapings. One was a part of Challenge 225. One was actually a part of Challenge 223. Then, of course, his last big hurrah, last big pay-per-view match, 11-22-1990, the Alliance. Butch, Luke, Nikolai Volkov, and Tito Santana defeated the Mercenaries, Borisukov, Sato, Tanaka, and Sergeant Slaughter, part of Survivor Series 1990, Hartford Civic Center in Hartford, Connecticut. That match went 11 minutes. Originally, Borisukov wasn't even going to be on the team. It's actually going to be Akeem. And Hakeem obviously left the WF, so Boris Zukov fills that spot. He fits in perfectly with the mercenaries and what Slaughter was trying to do. And Tito Santana ends up getting the win for his team that day. The two days later, excuse me, 11 24 1990, defeated Boris Zukov in six minutes on the MSG Network TV time, baby. MSG Network, New York, New York. Lose the Tugboat, lose the Rockers, lose the Rockers a few more times, teaming up actually, oddly enough, with Smash. In 1991, as we head into 91, 28 and 2991, and again on 29 in, in two different towns, one in Cincinnati, one in, in Kentucky, the Rockers defeat Zukov and Smash. His last match in the WWF was a house show in Dallas, Texas, 211, 1991, losing to the Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Eric. So, quite a run, 1987 to 1991, five years basically. Almost five years in the WWF. Can't complain about that. What a run. Got a superstars match against Hulk Hogan. Can't complain about that. And obviously had a pretty good career. Former one-time AWA tag team champion. He's a Canadian television champion. Two-time Mid-Atlantic World Tag Team Champion. NWA Alabama heavyweight champion. 
So, I mean, he kind of did a, a lot of good things. And obviously, everybody will remember his tag team with Nikolai Volkov, a part of the Bolsheviks. So, let's hit the plugs. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Two Man Power Trip. Check out the website, tmptempire.com. Check out Patreon, patreon.com slash tmptempire. Check out tpublic, tpublic.com slash stores slash tmpt and get a Hogan era t shirt today. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. See you right back here next week for the Hogan Era podcast. We'll see you next week, folks. This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the two-man power trip of wrestling. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at two-man power trip. You can check us out on Facebook. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash TMPT Empire to become a patron. And also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Two-man power trip where the power lies brother. The Doctor of Style, Slick, and also introducing Nikolai Volkov. And now, wrestling in this contest to my left from the Soviet Union, weighing 285 pounds, Boris I can see right now, again, we got a bunch of dummies because you know when you see these two men, you ought to stand on your feet and show a little respect while Comrade Volkov sings the Russian national anthem. Oh, no, please. What key you think you're singing in? Flat.
position. Now kicking to the head area. Zukov right up there with a the hoaxer. Close to the hoaxer's weight. Hogan may be getting more than what he bargained for in Big Boris here. Hulkamania has been running wild. Listen, listen to this. on a roll right here. He's got to follow it up. Off the road. Drops the road. Cover two. Three yards. Hulk Big hammer. Right round for Nikolai Continental greatest champion of all time because he isn't. 
Take a look at that kisser. I'd like to have to spend the night in the back seat of the car with those two guys. Stand to your feet right now and show respect while Comrade Volkov sings the Russian national anthem. The highlight of my day. Oh, yeah. Good thing you can wrestle. Gets out, caught out of the country, he'll end up in Siberia for the rest of his life. He's mistaken a lot of places for who Iglesias. Oh, know yeah, that? I'm sure, yeah. Russians are a real powerhouse team, but uh, so are a lot of other teams right now in the World Wrestling Federation. The powers of pain comes to mind. Yeah, they come to a lot of people's mind. They're dangerous, very well, dangerous. Both of those teams vying to be the next uh, World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Champions, of course. Uh, Getting that title away from Demolition is going to be a big task in itself. Finally had a chance to catch up with the Powers of Pain. Here's what they had to say. Russians, now you have felt the power. You will feel the pain. We do have everything. Russian, we don't have no mercy. You will feel them no mercy all night long. No mercy indeed from the powers of pain, and there was no mercy involved in SummerSlam 88. It far surpassed everyone's expectations, and Elizabeth never looked lovely. I'm going to tell you one thing, Monsoon, I'm going to end it right there. For what Elizabeth did in SummerSlam 88, she should be suspended and barred from professional wrestling. Period. But she's not. End of quotation. Look at this, Iris Whitfield, look out. Oh. Planted one, but didn't have enough oomph behind it to take Boris down to the canvas. With this combination of Brad Anderson and Chuck uh, Stryker, not faring too well against the Evolution. Who cares? You don't care. You don't have a tag team in contention, do you? No, you don't, do you? I refuse to talk to you. Why don't you just leave? You got something better you could be doing? Yes, I'm going to prepare... King Haku. Oh, you're going to prepare King Haku. And I'm going to prepare the people so they all stand up and show proper respect. I'm taking off right now. Uh, <laughs> I'll bet you nobody stands up. Nobody shows any respect. Want to make a bet? Well, you already lost one bet. Huh? Goodbye. Goodbye. He's out of here. I love it. It's so easy to get the brain bet out of shape. I thought Brother Love had him all mellowed out, but it really didn't work out that way. Switzer looking on. I don't know what he has to offer this team in the way of the managerial expertise that these guys don't already know. Of course, he can always slip that cane in there. But uh, they've had this one in control. Oh, look at this. Power move here. Nikolai with his big backbreaker. Over for the cover. Could have had him there. Didn't want it. Wants to administer a little bit more pain, a little bit more punishment. The backbreaker, the patented one. He could finish him with that, too, but no, makes the tag to Boris. From the outside, second turnbuckle on the inside, bombs away. Oh, 360 job. Forget about it. You don't have to hook the leg, Boris. He wouldn't have been able to kick out of that one. Russians on the victory. Here's the official word. Here are your winners, the Bolsheviks. Bolsheviks, very impressive once again here this week on Wrestling Challenge, but not too much resistance from the opposition. Youngster could have been put away in a number of times during the match. The Bolshevik choosing not to.
finally, uh, Morris said, let's get this thing over with.